So welcome, Gratuitous Platypus. We're so excited to have you here. For anyone that doesn't know, Gratuitous Platypus is an indie rock trio originally from Calgary, Alberta, moved to Edmonton, and they'll have some awesome insight for everyone today about being in the music industry, especially for young bands. So really excited to talk to them. Awesome. So yeah, the first thing I wanted to ask you guys was how has the transition been moving from the scene in Calgary to the scene in Edmonton? What have been the major differences and if you could speak to that? Uh, it's been pretty nice. Um, it was kind of slow at first. Like when we first moved up here, we were doing school. We all did a bachelor's in music studies. Um, but we met a ton of people through school that we started playing with. We played some like house concerts and made some friends, got to meet some other bands. Um, it seems to be like a pretty vibrant scene. We've just kind of, we started playing and then like, you know, COVID slowed down right as it picked up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's, There's lots of friendly people here. The genres are different. There's yeah. lots of like metal and harder stuff in Calgary. Here it feels like there's a lot more like indie or new wave kind of people playing. Yeah, lots more reverb than distortion on the scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edmonton is a reverb city, apparently. Yeah. Interesting. But the, the three of you guys grew up in Calgary, is that right? Uh, high River. 40 minutes. Oh, high River. I knew that. I did know that. Right, of course. Five years when I went to middle school. But I like was born in Calgary and then moved out to High River and then moved back to Calgary and then moved back out to High River. Yeah. So. We, we've been in and around Calgary for our whole, our whole lives. Yeah, yeah I gotcha. And so, um, did you, you guys are attending Grant McEwen, correct? Yeah. And are you in your, uh, where are you at right now? Did you just finish your first year or your second year? Or what, where are you at in the program? We first just year. finished our first year. Um, after the first year, all the general music students get moved into their different majors. Mm -hmm. um, so George is in a production major coming into his second year and just yeah. uh, doing performance. Oh, I see. Cool. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, I've had friends attend that program. Of course, it was many, many years ago, as I'm way older than you guys. Um, does, the, does the program take place at, at the main campus? It's all in, they don't have a, a, they don't have that satellite campus anymore, right? It's all that main, in the yeah. main, main campus? Uh, it's Allard Hall. They, we actually, uh, the whole arts program has a building now on the far, um, I think it's the Left side. north side of the school. And it's like, it's all arts and like construction and all that stuff and theater programs and music. It's quite the building. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like sword base from Halo, but it's full <laughs> of like people drawing things and playing music. Yeah. yeah. And the most, <laughs> the most unused, the most unhelpful staircases yeah. imaginable. <laughs> but it's really cool. It's yeah. a great school. I'm, I'm loving it. That's great. So I had some questions for you about school while we're on the, while we're on the subject. Um, um, and I'm drawing from uh, uh, history with my friends who attended that program. Like I said, it was a long time ago. So I'm kind of curious to see as what it's like these days. Um, do you still kind of study all sorts, all different genres of music and, and, and get like a little bit of experience in all of them? Uh, yeah. And, um, and, okay, so so on that note, can you guys take us over your year? Like, what do you guys study? How do you do it? Are there performances? Um, are you in combos? What's school like? Um, it's a lot of, we have like, so there's classes, there's performance ensemble where we get put into smaller combos with all of the people. And then there's 
um, musicology, where we learn mostly about like music, like we do a lot of philo uh, philosophy with music, but we also did a lot of playing and being put into combos there. And then for our principal instrument, which is the actual private lessons, um, we have to put together bands for our repertory and put together combos and stuff like that. When and you're in, just a second, when you're in those combos, what kind of music are you playing? Are you playing jazz or are you playing whatever you want? We did lots this year. Yeah, every, we had different units throughout the whole year. Like in our first semester, we covered, like just started with basic like blues stuff and moved into a more jazz focus. And then, or at least for guitar, for yeah. me. Mm -hmm. In performance though, we played a lot. Like we had a whole Beatles unit. Yeah, but like oh. in our private yeah. lessons for, um, that like went to our exams at the end of the year and stuff. We um, it, like we cycled through a bunch of genres. Like we did a funk unit in my uh, guitar class. We yeah. did like then uh, like blues and jazz and like Latin and yeah, yeah all sorts rock of and, yeah. yeah. Especially in our big groups, like our um, performance ensembles, they had a Beatles unit and uh, just a whole Motown unit. Motown too, unit and cool. jazz and Tons yeah, yeah. And we really got a lot of chances to do a Tons wide of variety of um genres and play styles and playing different or not necessarily different instruments but yeah. yeah that was one of the aspects i really always admired about that program and i yeah. thought that you know um the McEwen program really actually gets musicians ready for the real world uh, especially if they want to be sidemen if they're not in bands or anything like that because then you you get into the real world already having had a little bit of experience in the different genres, you know, that you might not have gotten if you, if you were, uh, if you hadn't attended that school. So I think it's, it's, I'm glad to hear that they're still making that happen. So have you um, noticed that because you've been forced to play these different genres, it's affected the writing within your own band? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. We've um, been writing quite a bit, like, this, this quarantine's actually been kind of great for that because we were just locked inside right at the end of our school year with time to process and work on stuff. But I'm, I feel like there's tons of influence pulling in. There's like, you know, we're putting in Latin grooves and like intricate, more intricate harmonies, like jazz mm -hmm. stuff and more things that are tied in from the stuff we were learning, which is kind of cool. It feels really fresh. Yeah. That's awesome. So, I understand that you guys are all living together. Do you have any ad advice or what has that experience been like balancing your friendship and then obviously your band? Do you have advice for other other uh, young musicians doing this? Whole, the best way to actually deal with the issue is you cannot hold things back. Is If there's something wrong, you say it. Yeah. And, then, and so basically we've been trying to be as open as we can with any issues. We haven't had a lot of really big issues. We've only had one where it's like kind of got a little like... <laughs> Whoa, dishes. whoa, doing the dishes. <laughs> dishes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but basically, the best advice we I can give from what we've done is just we try to handle it as amicably as possible. And just like, if you have an issue, say it so that we can, but say it in like a nice way. Don't be like, hey, man, you're, you're sucking at doing the dishes, right? Like, do better. You know, yeah, you have to you have to be diplomatic still, right? Yeah. Of course. Like, hey, yeah, I'd appreciate it if you did this, you know, and helped out a little more. So it's mm -hmm. nice having um, one like area of the house that all of the like music is made. Like we definitely have a very specific 
place that is like the creative area. I mean, like there's instruments everywhere and we're always like everything happens all over the place, but it's nice having like a space to work that doesn't change yeah. and is separate from, because like while we're cleaning the rest of the house or while we're like living in our spaces, there's like the one area that is just purely for playing music. Yeah, yeah. We, we converted the, the living room into just a jam space, PA, drums and amps, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. You guys are living a dream right now of like, you know, all being together and that's... Yeah, it hits me every very, while I'm like, wow, I'm so yeah. lucky. Yeah. <laughs> you are for sure. Savor this time, man. <laughs> that's cool. So uh, have, you, have you been doing any streaming or uh, I, I assume you haven't been playing any shows since lockdown? Yeah, uh, yeah. What have you been up to? Just writing or, or what have you been doing? We've been writing quite a bit. We've done a, a few streams. Um, we've been, we started a Twitch channel and built up our website so that we could do some streams. We actually just had our buddies, this band from High River. Um, they're, they're a bit younger than us. Mixed Blame, we had them up on Friday and we did a lot. Oh, I know those guys, yeah. Yeah, they're great, they're friendly. Um, I taught their guitar player bass. Um, oh, and cool. their has the same guitar teacher that George did in high school and uh, yeah. their drummer's my neighbor. So it's like yeah. super small town um Wait, yeah. who was your guitar teacher my, my guitar teacher during high school i had a bunch of them but through my later years of high school when i decided that i wanted to go to music school um i took lessons from jeff graham yeah okay. yeah, yeah cool. he, uh, he did a bunch of programs he went out i think uh out out east for um like jazz and a bunch of stuff and yeah i learned a bunch there mm. mm -hmm. yeah we've been doing a bunch of streaming the first couple streams we did we just did it with like a laptop sound it was like, like it was, this it was exactly this it was like a time but we just tilted the camera towards all our loud speakers and it yeah. sounded just bad. it was horrible <laughs> yeah um uh, but we just recently we got an audio interface and we got like the uh, the mics and the stands and the cables and everything and we got the headphone splitters and all that so now we're doing some higher quality streams and all that kind of stuff yeah and with that too we've been using that stuff we're gonna start recording our uh, our new album with that equipment as well because we've been writing a bunch and now we've got like pro tools and interfaces and everything that we need to get started so we're working with our uh, our producer craig carswell and we've oh, yeah him and he's been giving us some pointers on stuff to do so that we can kind of lean into the DIY aspect a little yeah. bit more this yeah. time around. Try and yeah. get in wherever we can and we definitely want to record some of our album ourselves and you know like be all over the place. I'm just really excited for all of for the sure. opportunities that mm -hmm. we can take being out here to put together our full our first full length album. Yeah we've got quite a bit now I think um, 10 songs that are like really solid and we want to do 13 we're going to re-record one of our old ones and we've got 10 that are like solid and then a couple more that are kind of in the works still mm -hmm. or, that we're bouncing around on so yeah cool so yeah. you guys are, are are working on the album and recording some of it yourself at home yes. yeah or if not oh yeah uh, did you learn how to record and and, and use the interfaces and, and pro tools and stuff in school at all or did you teach yourself That's, george will be next yeah year. coming up next year and in the subsequent years after but for the t like right now it's really just our um, yeah. 
our ourselves teaching ourselves and yeah, watching YouTube videos, yeah. <laughs> clicking a bunch of buttons and seeing what the fuck that does. Getting yeah. um, getting uh, <laughs> advice from our producer from Craig and yeah. you know just having lot. We have like lots of friends and everyone who know what you know what it's going what's going on, and I'm not entirely uh, un educated on it so we're just really excited to just get our hands messy and you know just dive right into it yeah really take <laughs> that whole indie aspect into real life right that's awesome i'd like to know a little bit more about how you guys started out how did you guys meet each other and come up with your band name and sort of form sounds good um well, I've, we've no, I've known George since I was maybe six or seven through Cub mm -hmm. Scouts. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then and we've then known each other since kindergarten. kindergarten. And then actually in like the ninth grade, um, my mom ran into George's mom at the grocery store and they were like, hey, our kids play instruments. They should start a band. <laughs> so then George came up to me at school and was like, hey, we should start a band. And we were trying <laughs> some stuff with a couple of our other buddies from school and we yeah. moved around a little and moved I was, instruments. George was, I was on a drums. drummer. Yeah. for a little while that's <laughs> yeah. not something that you want to yeah no it was pretty bad um like, so then we got tristan on drums i i knew tristan for quite some time and he was playing guitar yeah i was living so, in calgary at the yeah, time come move to high so river i was like move to high river and play drums in my band and it's been our, in our we band. wanted to play in a band together since we met in like grade five or grade five in kindergarten when we were five well, I was like, hell yeah, I'll come play with you guys. Let's do it. I'm not a drummer, but I'll, I'll learn an instrument. Let's do it. Yeah. And then we started, and at first we wanted to be, we were bouncing band name ideas around, and we were the undergrounds for about two days. And then we did a Google search and realized that there's yeah, a million. There's a million of them. There's so many. Yeah. So then we were like, oh, we need um, something that nobody will have. George then pulled out his copy of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and he was like, I'm going to flip this open to a random page and point out a word because this guy uses language and we'll just yeah. use that word and something else. And I think it was gratuitous. <laughs> yeah, the so adjective was gratuitous. I was like, okay, now we need some sort of animal, animal because I love bands <laughs> with animals in the name. Like my favorite band is the Arctic Monkeys and there's like Cage the Elephant and all these bands. I'm like, yeah, I need an animal. <laughs> Or was it? I don't remember which one of you guys. I can't. I, I can't remember who come up with platypus. It was like platypus. Like, platypus. And we were like, <laughs> yes. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. That's yeah. it. We're running with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good origin story there. I mean, it works nicely because I mean, whenever it's kind of funny whenever someone asks me what the band called. Like, oh, we're gratuitous yeah, platypus. Smirk a little first. Yeah. <laughs> but it's nice because um, whenever we, like when we started playing in Calgary and started playing at some festivals and things, people would like knew and wanted to see us because they had seen our name on, on the, bill. the bill yeah, and thought, what on earth is that? Like, <laughs> what sort of a band name is that? Yeah, the platypus. Uh, we want to see the platypus kids. Hell yeah! yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who the heck would name their band Gratuitous Platypus? <laughs> That's really cool. I remember. I remember hearing the name, of course, for like you know, like right away it sticks with you because it's you know right. it's so unique. So you guys did a good job there. Right. I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, 
Can you take us through a little bit, uh, just jumping back to school for a second, and uh, and because I, I, I think that a, a lot of uh, young musicians li be listening to this podcast that might be choosing to go to music school or to not. What sort of things, what sort of benefits did you get from going to school? What sort of things do you like about it? What sort of things don't you like about going to school? And would you recommend young musicians go that route? Um, I, I, I definitely recommend it. We might be a little biased, but I think, I think it's been really great. I've noticed it's only been a year, right? There's four years and it just gets more intense each year. But in the first one, I already find myself I'm like more disciplined and a lot more knowledgeable on my instrument. Like I feel like now I truly speak through the instrument or through making music where before it was like kind of forced, right? It was like, I know where the dots are. I know what I want. So let's just do it. But now it feels really like I know how to apply the theory and the knowledge and the tools they've given me to really build what you want. Yeah. Out of and things. like it's this, the social aspect is a big thing. We've got to meet like tons of bands and people who want to play music and um, it being introduced to different kinds of music that I've never heard of or like all of that. Like there's a huge aspect of it that like I've gotten so much better because I taught myself everything from the ground up. I never had a teacher. And wow. so getting into university and doing private lessons with a teacher was a massive step. And my playing has jumped ahead years because like it forces you, especially wanting to get into the performance stream. Yeah, it forces you to like, you have to practice for like, it's grueling amounts of time and you have to be like dedicated so much. And I feel so much better about just my playing and like the choices I make when I play and like, I just have so much more, I'm so much more um, tasteful, especially with the big thing on drums. So good for you. just before you said, I was going to say good for you, man. That's really, really cool to hear that like a self-taught musician, you got yourself up to a level where you were accepted into that program. And I know that's not, that's not easy. So that's, that's really cool to hear, man. Nice. There's a definitely, I'll just say quickly um, for like all aspects of it. There's definitely what I felt going into school was um, like I have a very specific thing that like I wanted to be able to do when I was going in to learn how to produce and learn it and how to record and everything and um, being in like a general stream and like being very um, instrument taught like focused is really cool because lots of other especially for production and recording programs they just kind of go yeah we'll teach you all of the like computer software and everything and they don't really care if you have like an instrument that you're coming through this program with but it's definitely a big focus at McEwen but I uh, felt at least for a little bit because I wasn't as like I really enjoy jazz and I really enjoy a lot of genres of music but there was a, a just a bit of time where I felt like I wasn't sure why I was there because it wasn't specifically what I was like trying to work towards but so that's definitely a thing to like think yeah. about. But that's just your first yeah, year. First year, yeah. And it yeah. goes in, and they only do that. They even said to because they want music. Exactly. That are recording things. They want people who are versed in mm -hmm. music. Yeah. It just is like, uh, even if you're not 
doing specifically exactly what you went there to do um it will come around it will come around and as much as you have to keep telling yourself because of like the work gets heavy and the work gets hard and you're like this isn't exactly what i want right now but it really still like i mean they know what they're doing and the teachers know what they're teaching you and it like every little thing that you learn helps even if it's not specifically what you're wanting exactly then because it all comes and there's obviously like steps to getting to where you want and the first year is meant to weed out those people who like aren't dedicated enough to be there like by the fourth year there's like next to no musicians sometimes in the fourth year because a tenth of the people yeah because people just can't make it through the whole program Mm -hmm. Especially the first year is a major like hit to the ego and like you're drowning in work and like, uh, like the strong, the strong survive. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So is it, is it a degree, is it a a degree status program or is it a diploma? Uh, A bachelor's bachelor's degree. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Um, I wanted to ask, you said you guys were in the middle of, writing songs for your album. And I wanted to ask a little bit about your songwriting process. Has it changed over the course of your band or how do you usually do things? I think it's changed. It's, it's more so just kind of evolved, not more so changed. It's grown. Yeah. That's a better word. I don't know. Like the process hasn't changed. I don't find it's become a lot more focused. Yes. Yeah. We're just better at the process. And so it doesn't take, like it used to yeah, be the process was like, time. here's right. an idea. Here's the skeleton. Let's jam on it for a while. Right. And then we eventually find something. Whereas now it's kind of the same idea where one of them will come with a skeleton of a song with the words and kind of a, a groove. Right. And then we'll kind of jam on it, but we're much more intentional and be like, I'm kind of hearing this or like, oh, what if I try this? Or what if I just change this part, right? And so the process didn't change. We just got better at the process. And do you think that's a direct reflection of your time at Grant McEwen? hundred percent. Yeah, we spent a lot of time. They made us work with other musicians and like forced us to write songs in like a week with strangers. And it really didn't go well. Just even helped you learn how to like, even being better at saying what you want and being able to like say if there's something that isn't what you want without like feeling like you're going to hurt someone's someone's like ego or feelings or anything like and that's just like we're a lot more open with what we want to hear and with if something that is happening on a track that we don't like that we're say like I have brought an idea to the table and someone's doing something that isn't necessarily what I was had in mind for the song. Yeah. It used to be like, I used to beat around the bush a lot more, but now it's like, I like that, but not for this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And there's a lot more of that or like, and and it does help when writing music to be able to say, Oh, that transition doesn't work. Oh, this is weird. We need to fix that. I feel like this, part goes on too long things like that really are what makes a song changes it from good to great is moving things around mm-hmm. and really the arrangement of the, the arrangement and how you put things together yeah basically we just like let go of our egos so it's easier to like try stuff and put things out there and then if it's like yeah. oh I'm, i like that but like that's not quite what i'm hearing but if you change this right we're all just like a lot better at like collaborating mm-hmm. 
your communication with each other must be really, really great. And I, I admire that a lot. You've been working together, obviously, for a long time. What's yeah. some advice you would give to your younger selves? Like when you were, say, I don't know, when you were starting out or when you're in high school age, what advice would you give yourself? I was just, I was just thinking that, not in that extent, yeah. but simplify it for a long time, especially when we started, like we were listening to tons of really complicated and intricate music. Like there's some, like we wanted to do some like prog rock stuff. And then we just tried to do everything at once, right? You'd try and be like, Hey, I need to write this whole song or I need to be able to do all the things I want to do right now. Um, when stepping back a little and, you know, using like writing a three chord song can actually be really beneficial, yeah. right? Like, or, or even just, yeah, a simplify one, yeah, one, a chord one chord song, song. Yeah. you know, yeah. like just step back and um, don't, don't overwhelm yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like triage a whole big thing to, especially for myself personally, I was, I, I would have to just say if there's something that you can't do yet or something just isn't working, mm -hmm. If you like, no matter what happens, just it will come eventually. Like I struggled so long with being able to write or have anything that I really felt proud of that I had brought at from like a songwriting standpoint, but I really wanted to be able to do that. And it just took some time and it's really just like, obviously like don't give up. That's yeah, the yeah. biggest. Don't give up. That's yeah. the biggest thing, because <laughs> yeah. everything will come with time. For sure. Yeah. I think that's what happens for a lot of young bands, especially, is when things slow down or when things aren't, like, it feels like it's not what you want. Um, that's usually when they fizzle out, right? When you're trying and trying to write songs, but they aren't coming together. Mm -hmm. or, like, you can't do that one thing you really wanted to do, or then there's, like, you don't play a gig in a year, right? And things like that can it kind of put you off to it and you feel like you're fizzling out. Yeah, but it's not, it's not like that, right? Everything happens in its own time. And if you're making music with people that you enjoy making music with and doing things you like, then it, you know, it doesn't matter. Just keep trying. Eventually people will recognize it or acknowledge. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Another thing like, <laughs> yeah, or no. That's no? cool. That's all. That's <laughs> yeah. Well said. Thank you. Um, I think that there's, I mean, I, I assume that there must be some required listening uh, in the program and you've probably listened to some new artists that you weren't aware of before school uh, and probably some really obscure artists. What is, what are, what is some new music, new, I don't mean new, like it was newly released. I mean, what are musicians, artists, uh, composers that were new to you in the last couple of years that you never thought you'd be listening to that you could suggest to our listeners? Mm. I'm so bad with names. I really like uh, Liana Lahavis. She's like kind of a modern contemporary jazz person. I also really fell in love with Latin music through my first year. So I was listening to like um, Yo Beam. Was Antonio really Carlos Yo Beam. Um, yeah. yeah, there's. I think I think I'll pass it off to George because yeah, yeah. you go for it. Uh, I definitely it not necessarily came from something that I was required to listen to being in school, but definitely like my mindset, the mindset that I kind of built from being at school led, um, I had this sound in my head that I could hear 
but I didn't know what it was and I hadn't been able to find anything. And I got really into, actually there was a while when I wasn't even listening to music because nothing sounded like what I wanted to hear. Hmm. Like it, it was this thing. And then it's like, I started talking to my professors. I started asking around and I got a bunch of really great um, like advice and I got a lot of great suggestions from my peers at school and I got really into um, a lot of like the heavy, but in a different way. I got really into like noise rock stuff. Oh yeah. And I got really into this uh, genre shoegaze, uh, which is kind of like another step off that noise rock path. But artists like, um, I got really into uh, the Jesus and Mary chain. Um, which is like a Scottish The Cure almost. Um, obviously, like, there's bands that lots of people know about, like Joy Division and The Cure and that kind of stuff. But that's been really my university sound that I've been really into. And cool. this band called Spaceman 3, if uh, they're super cool. Their stuff just got put on Spotify. They were around in the 80s, um, but there was no real way to listen to it. But like the other day, um, a bunch of their albums got put up on Spotify and I've been really happy about that because it's really interesting. They'll sit on one chord for like seven minutes and <laughs> like it's crazy. This blows my mind. <laughs> what are they called again? Uh, Spaceman 3. Spaceman 3, cool. Yeah, they're, um, I, but I would never would have like found that stuff. I never would have gotten into that if it wasn't for like being at university and getting like, I, I wanted more, like I wanted something new and was hearing all this stuff that all my friends were getting into. I was like, I like that a lot, but it's not necessarily my scene which kind of led to me finding all this new stuff that I really fell in love with. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys, have you ever listened to much Fishbone? I was kind of, I was listening to you guys today and I kind of like was, was reminded of Fishbone a little bit. Do you know that band? I don't, I can't say I have Fishbone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Check them out. Check them out. I think it was, it's a band you guys would really dig. All right. Right on. Yeah. I'll check them out. Fishbone. They're like, they're like ska funk punk from LA um they're really intense and they're all over the place and musically they're monsters and they're just a super intense crazy show so check out fishbone thanks. all right thanks i like them mm -hmm. cool yeah i wanted to ask um what what are your guys's goals where do you see the future of the band going is there certain venues you aspire to play or certain things you want to achieve I, European tour, European tour. That's, a big <laughs> That's like like to to go and just, or even just to do a tour in general would be really great. Even if it's like in a dirty band, following another band. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> it, it, pro would, it probably will be. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> really great. That's the dream. Yeah, yeah right. right. Yeah. To be yeah. in a dirty band, band following another band, playing a tour. Opening up tours. I think rad. Yeah, I think honestly my end game like is just i want to be able to make a living off of this or music in general if we can keep this going and it's like i'm teaching or whatever the pay rent stuff but i 
just really like making music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I came up bills. Definitely the the like big goal right now in our future is getting our album laid out and tracked and arranged in the way that we feel most exemplifies like kind of our collective mindset right now and just the feelings that are happening in this time and everything yeah and when things start opening up again we'll we're so excited to be able to play it for people yes and jones and for yeah to get to europe to play would be so cool (laughs) tears of joy that's cool i'm sure i'm sure it will happen and when are you looking at when do you think you'll have the album done and maybe ready for a release um, we really don't have like a set in stone thing because it's a bit more DIY. But um, I think I think early twenty twenty one winter would be a safe assumption for when things are starting to get closed yeah. up, right? Um, Maybe we don't we don't have it hundred percent yet. But like early twenty twenty one, it wouldn't be later than that. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I feel like at the extreme latest like maybe the summer 2021 next year it it, it all depends on where we're going to they have a really nice studio at the school that we were going to record in it's a 2.5 million dollar studio that's just beautiful it's stunning it's amazing it's in the basement and it's yeah just like a dream come true but then you know all this happened and it closed down we had some time like the week the school shut down where we were going to start recording some stuff and and, and yeah like two days before our session our weekend session they closed the school down and people weren't allowed in there anymore yeah so that one's kind of we've it's almost been kind of nice though because that like close when it closed it yeah we took a step back and we're like Hey, what do we want from the album? What do we want it to be? Yeah. And how do we want it to feel? And that like led to all of our, a bunch more songs and like we had more set up. We were just going to record a few tunes and do like another EP or something small. And then <clears throat> we can do way more than that. Mm-hmm. We've got all this time now. Right. And we're all trapped inside <laughs> together. So <laughs> why not yeah. big together? It seems like the best time. I, you know, you might, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's very cool. I really look forward to hearing it, you guys. Awesome. Jory, is there anything uh, else you were? No, I, I think that I kind of asked everything that I kind of had in mind. We really, we sure appreciate you guys taking the time to come and talk to us and, and uh, you know, help spread some of the knowledge. Yeah, where can our listeners find you? Sorry? Where can our listeners find you on social media? Um, any music yeah. you have out already? Yeah, so we've got a couple EPs out on Spotify and Apple Music and like iTunes, Deezer, iTunes all that stuff. Pretty um, much anywhere. Under Gratuitous Platypus. Um, we put out two EPs during high school that are up. Um, and then we've also got, um, we, you can add us on Twitch. We at just put Gratuitous up our website. Hey, there you go. That's right. So everything is findable very easily on our website. Just simply gratuitousplatypus.com. You can find our Instagram, our Facebook, our YouTube there, Spotify, all that stuff. Link to our Twitch. And and the website will continue to be updated. Right now, it's just sort of a portal to all of our social media. Yeah. Updates up for the album on there as they come as well. Like, there'll be more news and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Very cool. Well, we really look forward to the new album. Will you come back on the podcast after you've been through the process and tell us what it was like? Yeah, definitely. 
we're not doing anything so definitely <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> time you want <laughs> that sounds great okay well thanks a lot for being here you guys of course thanks thank for having you guys us. all right we'll talk to you soon yeah Tell you bet good. have a good one